There's a um, guilty pleasure from my childhood that kind of not so many people here for Memorial Day weekend, I guess I can bring it out. But when I was a kid, I used to be almost addicted to the Dear Abby column. Now, a lot of you won't even know what that is. Sort of an advice columnist, this woman people would write in, usually seeking help for different things in their lives. Why a third grader would be fixated on this, I don't know. But I just remember every morning, I'd sit there with the newspaper. I should probably explain that. So hard as it is to believe, people actually read pieces of paper. And harder to believe there was actual news on it. But there I was, and I'd read it every morning. And I used to dream about, gosh, I should write in. To, you know, my math teacher's mean. What should I do? That kind of stuff. But there was a line there, and I don't know, second or third grade, I don't know how old I was, that I remember. I remember like I read it yesterday, because it scared me at the time. But as I've grown up, I've seen that it's true, and certainly in my priesthood, I've seen that it's absolutely true. And I can't quote the whole thing verbatim, but the end, I can. And she's writing to some lovelorn person, and she basically says, if you have real love, if you have authentic love, it will be a source of incredible joy, will be a source of incredible gratitude, it will be a source of amazing creativity. But at the very end, she writes, but true love will always leave a wound. True love will always leave a wound. And that's all she said. She didn't unpack it or go on to say more about it. As I said, I remember it scared me at the time. But I think she's right. And it's not one single wound. It has many different facets to it, right? Sometimes there is the wound that comes from allowing yourself to be vulnerable, to trust another, to bring something out into the light. And even if that turns out to be a good thing, you're never quite the same person that you were before. Sometimes that wound is because you love someone so much, but you can't control their world. And bad things do happen. And sometimes that person whom you love so dearly has to suffer. And the wound of watching them go through that and going through that with them yourself. And sometimes the wound is one that simply comes from growing old together, and realizing one way or another you couldn't quite be that person you wished you could be for them. Now, none of these things make the relationship fall apart. If it's true love, that makes it even richer in a way. But there is a kind of brutal honesty to that statement. Now, I don't think anybody has ever numbered Dear Abby amongst the great theologians of the age. But I would say on that line, she killed it. On that line, she's worthy of being... Aquinas or Augustine or whoever you care to mention. And the reason I'm bringing that up today is I think if there was ever an opportunity in our church to take something that you could think of as just some sort of vague, abstract, difficult theology that we all learned as little kids but doesn't really make a difference in our lives, it's what we celebrate today, this Feast of the Holy Trinity. But in some ways, it's the most pragmatic and the most practical feast day we'll ever celebrate. And that, in her own way, probably without even remotely thinking she was doing it, is what dear Abby was getting to the heart of. 
and was helping to form the heart of this little third grader. Father, Son, and Spirit, well, they love each other in a non-wounding way. They love each other perfectly. There's no hurt there. It's just this eternal love that they share. But we, in our humanity, can't do that. I don't care how much you love another person, you've never loved them totally unconditionally. There's always things we carry in our background. There are always little conditions. We can never receive unconditional love totally unconditionally. There are little filters on our hearts. And so the whole idea of the Trinity only matters for us because of what we celebrate today. The fact that Father, Son, and Spirit aren't just three sort of ways of talking about God. They're very particular. They're very specific. And they have a way of speaking to those wounds of love that we carry. Because those wounds of love at times can be the very thing that get in the way. That get in the way of making us be just a little bit more trusting. A little bit more vulnerable. A little bit more willing to take a risk a little bit more willing to put our arms around another even when it is painful or difficult. So the love of the Father, right? God the Father. You see that in the first reading. You do see that unconditional love. It's the love of fidelity. It's you are my people. I've chosen you. You didn't earn it. You didn't do anything to justify it. I've just chosen you because that's what I want. That's my desire. And all throughout the long relationship of the people of Israel and God the Father, it's this one step forward, two steps back kind of relationship. I think we know what it means to be in those kinds of relationships. Any child who's been blessed to have loving parents knows what that looks like. All I want to do is love you, son or daughter. And at certain stages in their life, son or daughter looking back and saying, all I want to do is get away from you. And it's a process, right, of maturing and growing, and we've all been there. Priests want to get away from their bishops. No. <laughs> this isn't recorded, right? <laughs> anytime, anytime there's somebody who's looking out for our best, there are things inside of us because of immaturity or selfishness or whatever that says, no, I don't want to go there, and that love carries a wound. It's the wound of saying, oftentimes only when we look back, boy, this could have been so different. Why did I do that? Why did I say this? And yet you have that unconditional love, always saying, I'm here. I'm here. I'm not going away. You didn't push me away. And that's the love of the Trinity, if we choose to access it. And then there's the love of the Son. Love the Son and the Father within the Trinity. Well, it's just love. There's no wounds there. There's no suffering. But in choosing to come down into our messy humanity, now you see the suffering of the Son. And it's a suffering because of a love for his Father that he has to deal with us. It's not that the Father is doing anything to hurt him, but all that he desires more than anything else is that he would bring us along and we struggle. The ancient Israelites struggled in the desert and the Israelites in Jesus' day struggled, even though they had the greatest teacher in the world right there in front of them. And so Paul, in that second reading, and it was beautifully proclaimed, but you got to go back and look it up again. Pull it up on your phone, on the drive home, whatever, not as you're the driver, but pull it up. And what Paul says is, 
God wants you, the Father, not just God generically, the Father wants you to know the love of the Son. But there's a little bit of a catch. If you want to know the love of the Son, there's only one way to do it, and that means you have to love like the Son loves. And that means self-sacrificially. That means that ability to say, it's not just about me. And I don't care how wonderful the human loves are that you've known in your life, there are always little times where we want it to be about me. And there are times where we don't want to give up totally, where we don't want to have to accept that we can't control the world. And to be able to live into that with a heart at peace, there's a suffering process that that entails. How we go from thinking, I want it to be the way I want it to look, to I can peacefully embrace this because I can love you through it and let you love me through it. That doesn't just happen overnight. And there's a kind of wounding to the heart in order for that process to come through. Now, who would do any of this just to be left with a wound, right? The point of Trinitarian love is not that we all walk around wounded. And that's where the Spirit comes in. That's why the Spirit matters, not just some generic God. Because it's the Spirit, that unique love, the way the Spirit loves, that allows those early Christians not to be racked with grief, not to be destroyed by despair, not to just be pining over the fact that the Jesus they knew has left. But if you were with me here last week, the Feast of Pentecost, in order to receive that love, in order to heal that wound, you've got to pick yourself up and you've got to make an extraordinary decision. Do I believe that that love that the Father and the Son told me about is real? And I'm only going to know that if I take a step into the unknown. I can only really have faith if I act upon it, not having the certitude of what it will look like. And I think we've gotten little hints of that in our human loves. We know what it means to say, okay, I can't control this situation. I can't change the past. I can't alter the fact that I didn't forgive you at that moment or I acted like a jerk that one time, but I can still move forward as if that love were real. And that's the thing about the Feast of the Holy Trinity. It's just Father, Son, and Spirit loving themselves with no wounds, no conditions, no problems, perfectly happy in heaven, or it really matters for us. And it really can bring healing into those areas of our own hearts where we know what it means to be wounded and where our human nature says, no, no, don't risk that again. Don't go there. You don't need this. You can do better for yourself. And ultimately, all that leads to is a dissatisfaction and a longing sense of despair. So put this feast day to the work as a little spiritual exercise. Whatever feast of the Holy Trinity this is for you, number one, number 10, number 50, number 70, put it to work. Trinitarian love is perfect between Father, Son, and Spirit, and it's meant to be healing for us. Dear Abby nailed it. Real love in our humanity will always carry a wound. Real love in the Trinity can always bring us healing.